It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. It's Thursday, April 21st, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. And welcome to today's PissCast. I don't really have anything to say off the top here. Uh, On today's show, we're going to make Netflix sexy because you may have heard they're not doing as well as they once were. Mm -mm. What kind of tree you are. We're going to talk about songs with beatboxing in them. There aren't many. No. A name that I, I saw in a biblical story recently that just seemed really out of place does not seem like a biblical name. Shauna crashed her bike again. We'll talk about that. HBO is shooting uh, The Last of Us here in Calgary with a price tag of like $400 million. It's big. And they've run into some trouble with the production. Calgary-specific trouble. We're going to talk about a candy that you maybe saw when you were younger. First, you're out of context clip of the show. They were yeah. trying to reach around and their pits smelled and they're by your face. What's that about a reach around? Awful. You heard me. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. We got a message from a friend of the show yesterday who said they went for a massage and their massage therapist smelled. Oh. That is bad. Oh, no. It's like getting Dutch oven for an hour straight. Yeah. <laughs> that's, it got me thinking. I was, I was thinking about that. I was like, I don't, oh, that's, that's awful. That has got to be one of the worst jobs to smell at. Yeah, because it's already so intimate. Yes. And, and the rooms very generally aren't room. very big. Nope. And you're trying to relax, but yep. then it stinks. Yep. You can't relax. Oh, you're going to be one. focused on the stank, you know, instead. So it's just, that's a terrible. And then I was thinking about other jobs where you just, you, you shouldn't stink at. I thought pilot, another one. Yeah. Stuck in the cockpit for, it could be 12 <laughs> hours with this pilot. And if he smells, you're, that's not good. Anything where you're sharing a vehicle or yeah. a cockpit of a vehicle with someone. Like I... When we moved here, the moving company like packed up our stuff in Edmonton and then drove the truck down here, the three guys who were doing it. Yep. And I was like, if one of them stunk and like you're working hard yep. all day and then you get in the truck. Oh god. Like, just the front like three guys abreast. Three abreast. Sitting three of veg in the front seat of that because there's no back seat, mm, right? Yeah. So that's the smell that would stick with that oh, truck. Man. Like that would be in the seats. You know what I mean? Like that's not going anywhere for a yeah, while. It's just exacerbated by the physicality of the job. Yes. That's a bad one. Another one would be dentist. Yeah. Because dentists get right up in your grill, like literally. And if, if they smell, you could gag and they're in your mouth. Like that would be an awful. Yep. I had a facial one time. Yeah. I had a coupon for a facial. So I went for a facial. Good. And uh, the girl who was doing it, like I could feel her breath on me. Mm. And luckily she smelled just fine. Great. But I was like, if that, that would be a situation mm-hmm. where uh, you wouldn't want to stink. Because I was like, man, we are close. We are very close. Yeah. Yep, like physiotherapists, you know, another one where they're getting into, like, they're close to you, and if they were yeah. trying to reach around, and their pits smelled, and they're by your face. What's that like, about that a reach around? Um, you heard me. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. It's unofficially Throwback Thursday here on the show. It is. Do you remember those giant jawbreakers you could get at the candy store? They were, like, the size of a softball? Yep. Gobstoppers? Sure. Was that what they're called? Well, Gobstoppers were a brand of Jawbreaker, right. but I don't know if the big ones were Gobstoppers, but kind of the same idea, yeah, okay. right? And yeah. I'm sure you can still get them at specialty mm-hmm. candy stores, but I remember like my high school had a group that would take a ski trip to Banff every year, and I went on it a few years, and every year someone would stop at the candy store yep. on Banff Avenue, of course. and they would drop 15 bucks on this, like, like I said, this grapefruit-sized Jawbreaker, and then they would spend the rest of the weekend trying to... <laughs> trying to figure out how to eat that thing. I always found it odd that 
the name Jawbreaker ever even became a thing. Like, it doesn't sound good. Yeah, like, who's like, oh, yeah, that, please. Oh, Jawbreaker? <laughs> yeah, I want to I break my jaw. <laughs> Sounds great. Give me six. <laughs> I know, it's very strange, but you're totally right. Those things were... They were awful. Yeah. I'm almost convinced that it can't be done, that you almost can't finish one of those. I don't because think you can. by day three, whoever had purchased this jawbreaker mm-hmm. would have given up. They're, they're, they would have nothing left of their tongue, yes. the surface of their tongue. And all they would have done is like oblong the sphere just a little bit. Yep. You know? It looked like if you're not quite sure it's a full moon, you're like, oh, no, it's kind of missing the, the one corner there. Yep. That's what the strawbreaker looked like. You it's barely true. made a dent in it in three days of scraping the skin off your tongue. I remember my tongue actually bleeding. I tried to get, <laughs> and I remember from honestly, yeah, from a jawbreaker. I was I was going to town on one, and I was trying to get through it, and I was determined, and I again didn't make a dent at all, and my tongue actually was bleeding at one point. <laughs> it was a sensitive tongue for She's months got a sensitive after that. Tongue. I got a sensitive Give her a break. A sensitive tongue. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Awful. When you say you were going to town on it, I imagine you were like frantically licking this. <laughs> you got nothing left. People are trying to talk to me. I'm like, nope, nope. I've got a jawbreaker. Okay. The BNS in 20 minutes or less podcast. A friend of mine is an extra on the uh, the Last of Us shoots that are happening in oh, cool. town right That's now. That's got to be fun. Which is pretty sweet. He's just kind of starting it. Uh, and he, so far, he says the experience has been amazing. Like he got fitted for all his stuff. And actually, when you were away, I was talking about zombie training that he had to take and it was crazy they were teaching him how to just look really unnatural and zombie like so he's enjoyed it so far that'd be so much fun if you had the time for it heck yeah and that's the thing he's not working right now so he's like hell why not yeah Uh, but he was saying that the shoot now has been delayed five separate times because of the weather here and I was laughing I was like (laughs) That is one thing that all of the studios especially the ones that come from the US may not quite realize right that the weather in Calgary wildly unpredictable especially in April and the spring, is not quite what you'd think. Yeah. So they're all assuming, you know, and they probably know, of course, it's Canada, it's colder, but you'd think by late April you'd be okay. And uh, no, no, we're getting these dumps of snow and they have to keep delaying these shoots. And he's saying they're adding on all kinds of shoots and they're probably like really delayed now because of all this. And I was like, hmm. Well, the reverse happened when when one of the seasons of Fargo was shooting here. It's true. Because they needed snow and it was unusually mild. There was a Chinook. I know. And they had to cart snow in from the mountains for the for the scenes. It's so funny. It's just, you know, it's great because they're getting these grants and I, and I love that all these shoots are happening here. But I'm like, we almost need to create a, a welcome package to Calgary <laughs> just to explain to all these studios what the weather is like, like here. Just because it's spring doesn't yes. mean you can expect spring weather. Just nope. because it's winter doesn't mean you can expect winter weather. No, nope. a Chinook can blow in and melt all the snow and... You're crap out of luck. Yeah, and then Leonardo DiCaprio thinks that's indicative of something. Of course, and like, that's what I was going to say. Like, we need to tell them about the Chinooks and, like, to create just a, a little welcome package. I was trying to think of what else we need to put well, in there. Like, we could even put a fun little joke in there because we, we have a good sense of humor about it here, don't we? We do. We say, if you don't like the weather. Oh, God. <laughs> you just wait five minutes, Shauna. <laughs> you just wait five minutes. Bye. <laughs> BNS in 20 minutes or less. I had a thought the other day. Okay. You know what's going to be fun to see? That's good. <laughs> still working. Yeah, good. yeah, still working up there. You know what's going to be fun to see as our generation gets older? Elderly metalheads. Because I don't think there are any or many metalheads right now. Elderly metalheads. Like I'm talking like in their 80s. Yeah. I suppose not. I can make a pretty strong case for why I don't think they exist too. Okay. Because... I mean, there's always an argument over when heavy metal kind of began. Mm-hmm. I personally, I think it was uh, the release of Black Sabbath's debut album in 1970. 
So that was 50 years ago, yeah. meaning that an 80-year-old today who was a fan of that music from the beginning would have had to have been at least 30 at the time that album came out. Okay. And I think most people in their 30s already have fairly well-defined musical tastes. Yeah. And I know, true. I know some people will maybe bristle at that and say, no, I'm, I'm open to hearing new stuff. And that's true. But I mean, like... Something- I totally am. And I'm in my 30s now. But you're right. A lot of people are kind of... Yeah, yeah like but I mean, in- I was thinking even like, you know, we do a segment on our podcast called What Are You Listening To Lately, where we share songs from our own playlists. Yep. And you and I are both down to hear new music. And so mm-hmm. I think most people who listen to X929 are open to hearing That's why new you're music. here. That's why you're here. Yep. But it's still, it's like, it's of a certain sound. True. Right? Like yep. you're not radically changing genres, which which metal would have done at the time, right? Yeah. So... I just don't, I don't see many, many 30 somethings in 1970 being like, whoa, what's this? Now I'm a metalhead forever. Yeah. Younger people, maybe. Mm-hmm. So I think in the coming decades, we're going to start seeing people who were there from the very beginning of metal and people who listen to mostly metal their whole lives as they age. It's very exciting. It's kind of cool. What's it going to look like? like? <laughs> I don't know, but I can't, uh, I can't wait to go to a metal show and see like some 80 year old dude or 80 year old lady. Rocking out. Can you, you know? imagine the skullets at those shows? Oh my goodness! Holy, because you still want to rock out, you still want to headbang, right? So, oh my god! Or maybe you, maybe you don't. Maybe you are just mm. the archetypal old person, you know, yeah. in your sweater and your slacks, just listening to metal. But you just really love metal. Maybe. So, I'm excited. Either for way, it. DNS in 20 minutes or less. I crashed my bike yesterday. I uh, I went on a, I went on a bike ride in the snow on a road bike, which I. It, kind of an idiotic thing to do. Okay? Well, earlier on the show, you were talking about how, how great it made you feel. I'm, it did. I'm assuming minus the crash. Yes, minus okay. the gra- minor details, okay? But I looked outside, and the, the paths were mostly clear to the snow, right? Because the ground was still warm, so I noticed the snow was melting on the roadways, yeah. and I could manage. And I was just like, well, we'll give it a shot. And I basically thought, you know, if there's too much snow, I'd turn around and I'd, I'd come back. So, And it was mostly okay. It was Most of the, the paths were clear. There were the odd sketchy spots, but... Then there was a runner in front of me who dove into the middle of the path as I tried to pass him, and I hit the ditch. <laughs> and right into the snow, and I tried... Pass to, over tea kettle? I tried, tried to stay on the path. I tried to kind of veer around him, but it was all sheer ice, and then I just hit the ditch, and ass over tea kettle. Did you flip, or did you lay down like a cool motorcycle slide? It was, you- it was very slow motion, but I wound up face first in the snow. Okay, just like nice. face, <laughs> face in snow, and I looked up, and I was like, this is... This is really cool. And it was was it was it like cartoon like? It, it looked like you got pied. Yep. Okay, good. Yeah, I couldn't see. I had good. sunglasses on. It was all snow <laughs> up in there. Just, <laughs> like blowing it out of my mouth and Was the runner concerned? Nope. Didn't even look back. Runner did not even look back. Like I was like, "Do you do this often or?" You got to keep their pace. I guess. <laughs> You're a casualty. <laughs> Oh, but then all the drive it was right on a memorial, like right along the path on a memorial there, and it was busy, and all those drivers got to see this happen, and I was like, I hope they're all laughing in their vehicles right now. That's all I hope for. If you see a cyclist who hits the ditch, and you, clearly they're not hurt, you, I, I give you permission to laugh, okay? If you see that, and I look like that, and just puffing snow out of my face and I can't see like you can laugh at that okay yeah, even a little hurt is still kind of funny it's still a little bit funny for sure I flipped my bike last year and broke my wrist and had you seen that and laughed I would have got it mm. I would have understood see that one I'm sure looked pretty serious whereas <laughs> mine was a slow motion cartoonish just face first in the snow while this runner just didn't even look back like 
Okay, well, that's your spill for the season. No that's, more spills this year. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. Just honestly, if you... I mean, cyclists look a bit geeky to begin with, and yeah. I, I sure do. Uh, and yeah, so that's if an you, understatement. If you, if you see me bail like that, you... I give you permission. <laughs> she was asking for Full it. permission to laugh. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Weren't you attacked by a garbage can last year on your bike? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I was going to mention that, and then we kind of got long there. But uh, yeah, this one wasn't quite as funny as the dime. <laughs> So a, <laughs> that garbage bin sought you out. So I was I was biking on the road and this one of those big blue garbage bins. It was a recycling bin, and the wind came just at the perfect time and it took me out. Like it just flew across the street <laughs> into me. You hear it rolling and, and then there was an escalator. Bang! Yeah. <laughs> and I was another one of those really awkward slow motion falls. Like just <laughs> and there was an escalator that was driving by and they would have seen it. And I was like, I hope that there was just full of kids and they were just killing themselves. Like, oh, man. Holy crap. Just like that, that nerdy garbage bin cyclist. wanted that woman. Oh, yeah. Just takes her right out. <laughs> He's like, all right, this chick. Oh, God. <laughs> Good times. Maybe it thought you were asking for it. Like I said, I know there are lots of people who don't like that phrase, asking for it. Yeah. Um, I've even seen tweets that are like, asking for it should not be part of your vocabulary in 2022. And I get it in re- like when people use it in relation to sexual assault yes. and that sort of thing. I understand yeah. that. Mm-hmm. But you can't tell me that it's not funny if we're talking about a cyclist dressed in goofy cyclist gear yeah. who gets either attacked by a garbage can or goes and ass to be fair, I'm kettle. not even in, in goofy cycling gear. I, I don't wear that, like, the short shorts or the tight pants or any of that yet. Still, though, I look like a goofy person. Like, Would those people be asking for it if they got hit by a garbage can? Yeah, for well, sure. I think so. Yeah, yeah they, they, <laughs> I mean... the. Those plum smugglers just attract things to hit them, right? Like, just attract accidents. <laughs> I mean, I laugh, but, like, bike bike accidents can be quite serious. Yes. You know? And I always think that when you see... That's why I prefaced it by, like, it's really these are only funny when you, you know the person's not seriously... Like, getting somebody getting hit by a car is not funny. Not funny. Not funny. No, I mean, we saw that woman get hit by a we car. We did. She's it okay. terrifying, not funny yeah. at all. Uh, but these types of things were, especially because they're those, like, kind of slow motion falls right which on a bike they tend to be because you can yeah. normally try you try and catch yourself and then you just don't quite make it some of the crashes that you see in competitive cycling oh. you know where there'll be like a hundred rider pile up and yep. i'm like how do people not die more often doing that because sometimes they're at quite high speeds yep. and there's no way to avoid the pile up in front of them nope and you're just like everyone behind these people are going to crash i know yeah those are crazy those are nasty. That many cyclists oh i don't even like watching them well, you think about how fast they're going. Like, you don't quite realize. But the other day I was thinking, because I have, I like, the Strava app or whatever, yep. and it shows the speed. Like, I can get going on flat ground on a not overly fast bike with none of the appropriate gear. And if you get going, the wind hits you, right? You can get going 45 or 50K an hour. Yeah. On flat ground. Yeah. Think about those cyclists. Like, how fast do they get going? And all of them crashing into each other. Like... That is a good question. I know um, a friend of ours was biking. Was it last year, or the year before, where they had closed Highway One A out in Banff to like to allow cyclists to use it, right? Because yep. there wasn't just it was just quiet out that way. Mm-hmm. And he said he was coming down out of the mountains, and I forget how fast he got going on his bike. But if you go downhill, like this is flat, and I can get going. 50. Yeah. If you're going downhill, you can get going easily get up to 90 or 100 kilometers an hour if you're not careful. Because did you see a bear on the side of the road too? Yeah. We looked over and there was a bear there, and I was like, well, you're probably going fast enough. To get away from the bear at that point. Yep. Just don't fall. 
Nope. Because <laughs> then you're going to crash Just hope the bear's not on roller skates, because then it's flying too, okay? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, come on. It's got roller skates. I didn't expect that. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Yesterday on the show, we mentioned the story, the biblical story of David versus Goliath. Yeah. Which I will assume you are familiar with. Yeah become a real like metaphor for an underdog story right it's true and it was about specifically talking about like how tall goliath was supposed to be and one source says he was six nine another source said he was nine foot nine i hope it's the second because that's way more fun i i, I doubt it I but doubt, i mean i doubt it too yeah it's fine but anyway i was rereading some of that story because i was trying to remember exactly how the story of david versus goliath went and one name popped out to me when i was david's david's father like the king david in the bible his yep. dad's name was Jesse. And I'm like, nope. That looks really out of place. Like to me, was that Je- a wrong translation? Because I guess the, the the Hebrew version is Yisha or something. I'm probably oh, saying okay. that wrong. Or Yishai. All right. But mm. I was like, that's Jesse. a very modern sounding name for the for the Old Testament. Totally. Jesse. It was a huge name in the night. Like I have a ton of friends named Jesse. So do I. From high school. Guys, yeah. girls. Oh yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Jesse. That's really funny. Jesse's Girl by Rick Springfield. I know. That's like, all I was thinking about. That's, it's not a you, biblical names are like Ezra. Yes. Elijah. Matthew. Ju- Judah. Mark, even. Like, yeah. And then friggin' Jesse over here. It's like, <laughs> it's, it feels like he'd even be out of place in the story. Like, you know, like he's from a different, he's a time traveler. He's Mary and smoking. Jesse. Like, it just doesn't make, no. Like, it doesn't work. Huh. <laughs> That was, was so funny. Like, it would be to me. It would be like if there was someone named Taylor in the Bible. Like, I it's know. such. It, it's just such a, a a right now name. But no, it's biblical. Matthew, Mark, Jesse. Luke, and Jackson. <laughs> on the, like that does. Yeah, it's totally weird. V and S in twenty minutes or less. Little victories. Oh, little yes. victories. This is the same where we just talk about the good stuff. You know, we talk about some little things that are going on that are positives and sometimes a negative news yeah. cycle. Uh, so the snow, of course, kind of sucks. and A lot of people aren't overly happy about it. But some good news about it. Uh, Patrick sent me a little voice memo. First, he said the farmers really need this. And then he said this. Hopefully that's a good sign. A sign that uh, we won't have a smoky, hot summer this year. Hopefully that does continue through the next couple months and we could have a pleasant summer. I never thought about that either. But it's true, right? If we yeah, get I know this- there was some concern amongst the farmers because there just hadn't been that much precipitation over the winter. So yeah. maybe this late in the spring kind of does help. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Uh, also, I went for a bike ride yesterday and I was passing by a bunch of schoolyards. Yeah. And did you see the size of any of the snowballs that were rolled in any of the schoolyards? No, the snow didn't really stick in the south, like enough to... So I live just down the street here, and one of the schools I passed, there were the biggest snowballs I honestly have ever seen. Like one was, I think, five feet tall, <laughs> and there was like five kids trying to push it. Oh, this awesome. Is perfect packing snow, okay? The kids don't care. Nope. They're out th- I know, my boys were out of the trampoline last night with their j- like without jackets. And I was yep. like, you guys are nuts. They They're don't like, care. It's great. Oh, yeah. Little yeah. victory. Little victory. Little victory. Little victory. <laughs> The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Over the years on this show, we've talked about songs that feature unusual instruments. Yeah. You know, like, not even that unusual, but just, you know, like the rock and roll saxophone, the rock and roll kazoo. I don't know what else we've done. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Ukulele. Rock and roll ukulele. Flute. Um, This one might be one of the tougher ones that we've done. Okay. I was telling you how my son Brigham, who's four, is into breakdancing lately. Yeah. Uh, He's also really into beatboxing. 
Good for him. Yes. So he asked he asked my mom for a beatboxing microphone for his birthday coming up, and uh, we have kindly asked her not to provide that to him because house is noisy enough as is. That's fair. Yeah. So, but we were driving yesterday, and he said he asked me to play some to play a song with, in his words, some Thelioth beatbox thing. Oh. Can you play something with some Thelioth beatbox thing? And I yeah. was like, hmm. I struggled. Yeah. I really struggled. That's I know. A tough one. Biz Markey did some beatboxing. I was going to say, Biz Markey would be my first. But he didn't beatbox in Just a Friend. No. Which is probably the only Biz Markey song that most of us could name. Yep. No, it's true. So I ended up playing him. Do you know, we talked about this song years ago. Do you know Man of the Year by Len? Yes. It was in a Pop Tarts commercial. Yep. It is still a good song. Oh, yeah. So. That's some beatboxing right there. Heater of a tune too. I didn't. I didn't hate it. No. But that's all I could think of. That is all I could think of. The only thing I can come up with is Justin Timberlake. He's a big oh, beatboxer. Oh yeah. So first of all, although this isn't prominent, but like here's this is Cry Me a River, right? Wait for it. So. There's actually beatboxing in the background there. You can hear the tongue clicks. Yes, along with, of course, the instrumental. And that's him? That's him. Uh, ju- but then go back to his NSYNC, NSYNC days, excuse me. That's him. No way. Yeah. Ha! Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Ooh, that part yeah. just really has to do it as well. But I, So he used to beatbox, I guess, during NSYNC shows and stuff. And he'd do his own like little solo beatboxing. So. Piano, hit me. Right? I did not know that. He's a beatboxer. Oh, man. So he's the only one that I can think of. I'm even right. happier now. I mean, I'm probably not going to show that to Brigham. No, maybe Because then I'll have to listen to it. It's true. But Yeah. But yeah, he's... JT. JT, wow. man. Prominent beatboxer. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, maybe beatboxing will have a resurgence, too. Like... Between the the beatboxing and the breakdancing, Brigham's got two of the five elements of of hip hop there. He's getting there. Two of hip hop culture. Yeah. He would have been right at home in the mid eighties. Totally. Late nineties, early two thousands when this stuff was big. Maybe it's coming on back. I'm not gonna Next lie, generation. I would be all for it, okay? <laughs> I would. Especially the breakdancing. That's impressive as hell. Yeah, I mean Justin Timberlake's beatboxing. I mean, not isn't that, that I could I could stand <laughs> to not hear that again. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. So when we move into our new place next month, we want to plant a few trees against the back fence for some privacy. Yeah. Uh, and I was telling McKenna that, you know, aspirin, aspens are a pretty good choice because they're they're hardy and they grow fast. And mm-hmm. she didn't want something with a huge spread. And I said, don't worry, they're tall and slender. Right. And she was like, kind of like me. I was like, sure. <laughs> sure, McKenna. Yes, you are tall and slender. Yes. Uh, but then we got talking. I was like, what kind of tree would you be? It's one of those interview questions. It like is what kind of, of dinosaur? It's exactly you be? like that. Yeah. So, what kind of tree? Do you, I mean, I'm kind of putting you on the spot here, Shauna. But what kind of tree do you think you would be? There's so many different species of tree, and I think like how you arrive at your decision is more interesting than the answer. I mean, I think I'd be an evergreen. You'd be an evergreen. I uh, I enjoy winter just as much. I don't go into hibernation in the winter, uh-huh. right? I love winter sports, so uh-huh. uh, that that's the thing. Um, maybe in particular a blue spruce. A blue spruce. Because mm-hmm. its its needles are paler than the other <laughs> evergreen trees, just like my skin is very pale. 
Um, but also they're they're really hardy trees. We grew up with a blue spruce actually, and uh, mm-hmm. they they thrive well in different climates. And I always like I, I've always loved moving around and like going into new places and cool and enjoy that. So yeah, maybe blue spruce. Some blue spruce are like really blue too, aren't they? Yeah, they're almost weirdly blue. Okay, well, I'm weirdly blue as well. Weirdly translucent, so yeah. <laughs> I know McKenna was like, she said to me, she's like, you would be a pine. Mm, interesting. Like, Why a pine? And she's like, well, you're tall, you're big. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. Yeah. Um, and like you, I like wind, don't mind winter. Yeah. You know, it's not the worst thing. Um, pines don't really mess with the wind that much. I don't like the wind. That's so, true. I was also thinking like even from a lumber perspective, pine is very cheap and I am a cheap man. Oh, there you go. So it works on many a level. Cheaper. I mean, not as of recently, but right. normally pine is quite cheap mm-hmm. and I'm cheap. So cheap sasky pine is that a thing or <laughs> you'd be a blue spruce I'd be a pine. DNS in twenty minutes or less. Well, you may have seen this uh, about Netflix and the fact that they're not doing so hot right now. Yeah, they posted their first like subscriber drop. Yeah, since their since their launch, I think. And then yesterday, I believe it was they they dropped twenty five percent overnight yeah. in stock. So it's not good. But remember when I predicted this that people were eventually going to go back to cable as we continued to have all these streaming services because. Basically, now you're paying for all these different services to get all your shows, which is basically the same cost as cable. Now. Well, yeah, I mean, that, I don't think it was just you. There no. were lots of people that were saying that like, now now there are some providers who are offering streaming bundles. Mm-hmm. I was like, where have we seen this before? Uh, I know. Oh, right. They're cable channel packages. Yeah. Like, but I remember like way back when I was just the minute I saw I was like, that's that's going to happen. There's yeah. no way that this is going to last. Right. If there was one streaming service, it's one thing. But as they continue to, to divide like they have, it's. And I wouldn't even, I don't even know if Netflix is my first choice of streaming service anymore. Ah, Like, I don't think I watch Netflix the most anymore. I refuse to buy other streaming services Uh right now. Uh, So I only have Netflix and then Prime because it comes with my my Prime membership. We also Uh, have Disney Plus for the kids and I'm I'm impressed with Disney Plus. Yeah. It's better than I thought it would be. Uh, I tried it because my boyfriend had it for a bit. So I got to use it for a little bit and that one seems pretty awesome as well. But... you know, I was thinking, I mean, Netflix is obviously struggling, and you and I, we're good for this type of thing. Oh, man, are we ever. We, we could lend our services to Netflix. We certainly can. Get back up on their feet. Could we? We could make Netflix sexy. sexy. My, you're quite a heavy consumer of streams. <laughs> oh, they suggested you for me. They felt you matched my preferences and desires. <laughs> oh, are you a subscriber? Oh, sh- sharing isn't allowed. You're supposed to pay extra for that. Mm-hmm. Netflix is great, but I'm more into PPV. <laughs> oh, I like the strength of your stream. That's nice. You've been listening to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.